Hey everyone, thanks for joining us today on O-Face Wrestling. This is your host JT and today I am joined by Maserati. So thanks for joining us today. Hey, thanks. You forgot to mention Miss FWA, female with attitude. Female with attitude, um, Maz two belts, you know, we got her on the show. I'm so excited for this opportunity. So um, I discovered you for the first time back in February, so almost a year ago on Hood Slam. So I want to start, with, you know, with that being the first question, because Hood Slam, when I found out about that promotion, you know, it's um, from my knowledge, it's like you switch stream only. Maybe you can stream it online elsewhere. I don't know. But that is the, the most underground wrestling show I've ever seen. So tell me a little bit about your experience wrestling with them. Well, I love you. Glam has got to be probably one of my favorite promotions to work for. Uh, when I first got there, you know, I was always nervous. And, you know, you're always going to be nervous wherever you go. But when I get into the ring, I can just feel everything, feel the crowd, feel the emotions. And it just lets you be you. And, um, you know, you just you just feel that energy. It's wild. Yeah, the crowd seemed, like, really into the event the whole time, and it, it seemed, like, really intense and kind of scary, like, you know, it just, um, just, like, the kind of vibe and stuff like that, like, it's just so many people, everyone's all hyped up, it's like a mosh pit, like, one of those, like, you know, heavy metal concerts and all, and I thought it was really cool to, um, I don't know if he's, like, the owner or anything like that, but he's the guy that does, like, the, the commentary, he goes around and pours, like, alcohol in everyone's mouth, and I was like, wow, like, I've never seen anything like that, so I thought that was pretty cool, it gets the fans really hyped, so I think that's pretty cool. It's just cool. Everybody just lay back. Nobody's like, uh, nobody has a stick up their ass. You know what I mean? So, you know, you could just be yourself, be you in and out of the ring. You know, I, I actually, I, just, I can't wait till we go back. I miss them so much. Miss the whole fams. Yeah, I really liked it too. It was, uh, it was, you know, just another, you know, option for wrestling. Like, you know, seeing something, you know, streaming on Twitch. And I like that too, because you can stream a lot of wrestling online nowadays when it comes to the independent circuit, but usually you have to have some kind of like paid subscription, you know, Twitch, you don't. So this is like a free way to watch wrestling. And I really like the thing they do with Glam as well. when it's like the all women events. I think that's really cool. And it's like, the different type of wrestlers yeah like there was a guy with one leg wrestling I was like wow this is like really amazing like you literally get everything and one of the title belts it had like toys or something like that glued on it it was just like it, it was different and it was really uh, entertaining product at the end of the day Definitely. one legged dude uh, that is Harry he is amazing love that dude uh, he works really hard and for someone with one leg he could definitely work better than uh, half these guys that are out here right now with two legs exactly I was about to make that comment like he moves better than I do when I got two legs so that's just amazing how he just really overcome it because if you was, he said, I'm like damn I can't breathe hold up I'm watching you and I'm just like can I breathe right now he keeps going. It's cra it's crazy. Exactly. Like, and that just shows that, like, you know, you should never let anything hold you back, you know, from, you know, living your dream. I mean, you know, we've seen, I've seen, you know, like the Woj, she has one eye, she wrestles, you know, this guy, one leg, like, it's just, it's, it's amazing, you know. Seems one of our trainers at FSW, he wrestles with one lung, you know, it's, it's amazing. So there's, there yeah. should be no excuses. <laughs> Yeah, no excuses at all. If they could do it, you could do it as well. Mm -hmm. So now I want to go to the question that I normally start with. Um, I just was really excited to talk about Hood Slam. So what inspired you to become a professional wrestler? 
Okay, so back in the, well, still kind of am, but, you know, wrestling kind of actually made me girly. I'm a, I was always a tomboy. I was in sports. I did a lot when I was a kid. My dad was like my best friend. We did a lot together. And um, around 90s, around an ending of 96, beginning of 97, it was before the Attitude Era started. And I started, I just put it on TV one day and I'm just like, oh, there's guys kicking asses and stuff. And I'm like, it's pretty dope, you know? And um, then I kept finding it because I couldn't find what day and what chance, like, you know, I didn't know at the time when it would come on. So I would just get lucky at times to be able to just catch it. Then I would actually start watching it more and more. And then I started finding, finding out what days it would be weekly and then started getting into it more. And I'm just like, wow, like, uh, this is where I want to be. And then I got to say around like 98, I was really getting into the Hardy Boys. And um, I watched them grow from before they were even anything. And um, then after with their... Uh, the brood and then they took off did their own thing and then once Lita hit and they joined uh, joined together I was just like oh this is it this is a badass bitch that I want to be and I want to do all this cool ass shit that she's doing with them whooping ass because I could already kick ass already you know I used to just like always fool around like um do sports with the boys mess around box whatever so I'm like uh I could do the same thing <laughs> so I have to ask you who do you like better Matt or Jeff <laughs> okay so <laughs> funny story back in the days i used to say jeff hardy was going to be my future ex-husband so <laughs> yeah i mean i think that's everyone's choice that i've asked but i mean like poor matt but uh you know jeff was, you know, he was just the cooler one i mean he had all those tattoos and he did more of the crazier stunts and stuff like that but because, yeah, I was like that back in the day. So it was just like, I liked doing all the wild stuff. And I was really a daredevil. I did some crazy shenanigans back in the day. <laughs> that I'm so glad I'm not, like, permanently hurt. But, um, yeah, like, it just, Jeff was definitely just my style. and um, But Matt Hardy, he's definitely a dope dude. Like, I've, I've talked to him multiple times. He is definitely one I've looked up to since I was a kid. So, being able to be in the same like promotion or show or like even in the same room with them. It's amazing to get the knowledge that he has given me. You know, it's, uh, it's crazy. They say don't meet your heroes, but uh, some of them are pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, obviously if you met your heroes and you had a bad experience, that would really suck. But I mean, it's always, you know, good getting to meet them and having that great experience. And it's like, I met them back in 2016 at MCW. And it's actually kind of funny because that was when Matt Hardy had recently won the TNA Impact World Heavyweight Championship. And I didn't watch Impact at the time. Um, so when I um, met them, I congratulated him for winning the title. He had the title with him and everything like that. And he turned around and gave me this look like he was about to test me. He's like, what's your favorite part? Kind of seeing if I actually watched the product and follow what he's doing. And I like froze. I'm like, shit, like, I don't really know. I don't watch this. I don't want to, you know, say, I don't know. I don't watch. I'm not watching you right now. I was like, um, when you turn heel on. And I said EG3 instead of EC3. And he <laughs> looked at me with a smirk and kind of like, he was like, yeah, he don't watch this. And he's like, yeah, EG3 is an asshole. <laughs> like, I was like, yeah, he caught me. And the whole, like, for like a 10 minutes, I'm like, well, is it EG3? Because I just did not watch, you know, Impact. I just had no uh, no clue. And I was like, oh, fuck, I messed up. I met the freaking Hardy Boys, and I just screwed up. 
it, it's hard to keep up with it because um, I didn't know about all the wrestling promotions uh, until I started. I only knew of uh, WWE, Ring of Honor, and, uh, you know, Impact, uh, TNA back then. Um, but then when I found out about all the indies promotion and all these other, like, uh, great uh, wrestling shows, I started getting into watching other stuff in Japan. And it's, like, hard to really catch up on everything because there's just so much wrestling and so much, like, I want to watch UK. And, like, there's just different days where you just, like, oh, what should I watch today? And then, like, you know, it's hard to keep up because there's just too much. So it's hard to keep up with storylines sometimes, like, you know? Yeah, it's impossible because, you know, um, for the longest time, I thought literally WWE was the only promotion. And then I heard about Impact and then I heard about, you know, Ring of Honor, New Japan. And, you know, then, you know, AEW came along and I heard about, wow. And then when it came to the indies, like, I thought like MCW, because that's the closest promotion to me. I thought that was really one of the few indie promotions. And then I come to find out there's like thousands of independent promotions out there it's it's insane and that's good because it gives fans a lot of options too like when it comes to you know actually being able to travel and go watch it because you know if there was like only so limited you wouldn't be able to get that ex you know the all the promotions wouldn't be able to get the exposure like they can but then that's also the beauty of like technology and streaming and often now a lot of these promotions are streaming too because even mm-hmm. with the amount of promotions if you know i live in like maryland and this promotion's in Florida, how am I going to be able to really even know about it, you know, if it wasn't for, like, social media streaming, so I think that's a really cool thing, too, um, but, yeah, like you said, like, it is very hard to keep up, um, I watch, you know, Impact and AEW on demand, you know, usually on, like, Fridays and Saturdays, and I try to watch NXT as well, SmackDown's, like, the only show I can actually watch live because of my work schedule, and it it is very hard to keep up with, uh, you know, all the storylines, just, which is, I mean, it's good that there's a lot of promotions, but it, like I said, it's just you can't keep up with all of it at the end of the day. I missed a lot of what I've liked um, when I had the when I could only just get a chance to see highlights and stuff, and I'm just like, ah, damn. But it's just because you know your schedule gets busy, you know, real life like just takes over, and you just don't have the all the time to be able to put into what you really love to do. Exactly, and it's like. It, there is life and I get so jealous when I get on like Twitter, you know, every morning I see all the same people every day tweeting about, you know, the wrestling show that was on the night before. I'm like, you are so lucky. You actually can watch the stuff all the time. But I mean, yeah, you know, there's life and just and can't be able to get to do everything you want to do, you know? Yeah. yeah. So now my next question, this is a pretty um, exciting question. Next, So you are a double champion. You are the, Ohio Valley um, Women's Champion and the future um, Stars of Wrestling Champions. It seems like that's kind of like the trend in 2020, the, you know, double double champion, you know, kind of theme. So how does it feel being a part of that trend? Wow, to be honest, um, shit. <laughs> well, I'll be honest, having one belt, I was just like, oh, dope. And then me with two I honestly never saw that happening to be honest um you know it's been a hard like very hard long road and like I know I have a lot to overcome and a lot to still learn you know I'm not gonna say I'm so freaking great I deserve these like you know I'm the best but you know I've been trying my hardest you know like I said work and like real life like makes things so hard to get to where you want to be 
So it honestly just feels like a blessing to me, especially after like this whole shitty year of 2020, just trying to break us all down. So I'm, I'm just happy to be part of something right now that's going on. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's just like, it's awesome being able to see people, you know, being able to, instead of being just kind of like glued to one promotion, they're kind of going all over the place. And it's the fact that you have two different promotions that are that invested in you, that they want you to be their champion. That really shows a lot about your work that you've been putting into the business and how much you know, they value you. So, I mean, that's just, you know, awesome. And, and I mean, you do look great you know, with all those pictures with both belts and stuff like that. It, you know, you really pull it off. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. No, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's pretty nice. I wish I, I want to do more with it. You know, I don't want to just have them and sit on them. You know what I mean? Like I want to make meaning to them. I feel like if you just have a bell, just cause like, Oh, you're a champion. Okay, cool. Like, why are you like, what makes you a damn champion? And that's what I want to show. Like, I don't want to just have it just to have it i want to make it meaningful i want to have meaningful moments meaning uh like storylines and the whole works you know it's about that time i've been here for a good five years now five six years almost and uh it's like uh like i want those moments i want those that time with that one person or two people like it's it just has to happen and you know have it with the belt you know what i mean like run with that build it make it mean something exactly and ever since you've you know been a double champion have you noticed like any difference in your career like are you getting more attention you know more like podcasts reaching out to you more followers on social media stuff like that yeah um it's nice finally because like here and there like um it was hard to really get out there was times we were just we were making our ways with like you know just regular like small promotions um couple years back when we we're just finally making our name then we had the big call which was china and we went out there for good um good five months so when we came back we thought like oh yeah you know we just did china for five months you know we're gonna we're gonna get all these bookings this is gonna happen blah 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 like this it's from here from now and then you know it was just the same like like regular bookings like you know not like you know not talk to you i mean like mean like bigger promotions that's what I mean and like I did get lucky I got ROH I got impact which was cool later down the line but we came back from China um, being homeless and living in weeklies and like you know the whole works because I thought like oh this is it you know but then we went back homeless again because of wrestling so like we we're just like all right well we're back here to the bottom let's keep working our way again let's keep doing this keep making our name let's get out there and, uh, you know, now finally, like, took a minute, but getting some recognition now. And now, uh, like, you know, I've had a few opportunities that I missed because of financials. And it's hard to get out there because, you know, in order to make money, you got to spend money. So, like, I'm just now getting a, a lot of <clears throat> good people on my side to really, like, talk to. You know, it's hard when you don't have, like, that big uh, support of, like, bigger people that could get you on. You know, because some that's how it is nowadays. It's like who you know. So the ones I don't know, you know, are the mm -hmm. ones just in the back, like hidden gems and not being able to like shine. If that makes sense. 
Oh, yeah, it definitely does. Like, and that's the thing about indies wrestling. Like, because of the fact, like we mentioned, there's not just a lot of promotions. There's a lot of wrestlers out there, you know. <laughs> there's um, just, you know, you would be, like, amazed at just how many different wrestlers there are. And you've got to compete with them, basically. Like, you know, every every wrestler wants bookings. And, you know, every wrestler is going to do what they can to get the bookings. And, you know, it, it's the grind. It's, you know, getting your name out there, you know, making an impact and stuff like that. And, and it, it, it's a lot of sacrifices. Like you said, you became homeless. And, like, that's something, obviously, I didn't know before this recording. But that just, like, that just makes me, you know, feel even more appreciative to what you all do. Because it's not like, you know, indies wrestling. It's not WWE or where you're getting, like, the big bucks and stuff like that. I mean, you – I mean, I've heard different stories. But it, it, from what I heard, is mainly the merch. Like, the merch is what, like, really helps, you know, the – you know. <laughs> Yeah, but, you know, I need for that too to get the damn merch. <laughs> exactly <laughs> too, because you need to buy your own merch. You know, you, it just doesn't come in for free. So it's like you all you know, like really and wrestling bookings, and you can't. You gotta put invest that money to get that merch, and in order to make that money, and it's it's a big circle. Yeah, exactly, and it, it takes time too. It's you know, I can't really see. I can't imagine anyone just going out there their first year and becoming like this big deal and all. It's like you just have to travel and get your name out there. Um, social media helps, obviously. That's the one beauty about that nowadays. Like, it, it's not word of mouth. It's you know, you got the social media to help get yourself out there. And like you said, it's who you know. Like that really helps too. Like, you know, I. I have two really good friends who run a podcast and, you know, knowing them really helped get my podcast name out there because, you know, they had a pretty big name out there and it kind of helped me, you know, get other podcasts to come in to support me and stuff like that. So I, I totally understand the grind and just, you know, how everything works in life. There's like so many good women wrestlers that I've been able to become close with the past few months and they've helped me get out to where I need to get to, like, get in other bookings. I've brought them out here to FSW to do the women's show. And it's, like, nice because, you know, they are good wrestlers. These are women wrestlers that are not being able to get a name but because you're not a name. And it's, like, unless somebody that, you know, is known or being like, oh, yeah, bring that person, that person's dope, then you're just kind of shit out of luck unless, like, this person really does see your shit and like, you know what I mean? Like, uh, like that person, but it's really like word of mouth now. And like, um, like just, you know, like you just gotta have that support. And sometimes you just don't have that support. And then you're just kind of like, oh, where do I go? What do I do? What do I say? How do I politic? You know, like, is the right move? Is this a bad move? You know, you don't know who to trust. Sometimes people will like just straight screw you, you know? Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of politics in wrestling, you know, and, and, you know, there are going to be people that are, you know, they're gonna, you know, try to knock you down in order for them to get the shine instead, like it, you know, it can be competitive at the same time. But then, you know, like you mentioned, you will make a lot of good friends. And that helps too. if they know, you know, someone who runs a promotion, they bring you along that helps you out and then vice versa, you can do it to them. So there's, you know, just a lot of the good and a lot of bad in wrestling. And, you know, it's it's a lot of work and it's a lot of time that you have to put into it at the end of the day. And obviously. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. When I've been asked like, Oh, who do you want to bring out? Like, it's like, okay, I love these girls, 
you know, they're already doing stuff and they're known and they're, they're doing just fine getting there. Like, you know, they've been doing great. And I love the girls that are out there doing so amazing right now, still being able to like, like get on these awesome shows and like, you know, it's great. But if like I get to mention somebody, I want to mention somebody that deserves a shot to get out there that I know will be great and, you know, needs to shine. Exactly. And that's kind of, well, that's not kind of, that's one of my, like, big goals for 2021 is, like, with my podcast, I like the, you know, I like the feature, you know, all the women from the indies. Like, I want to, like, start putting a stronger focus on, like, the women who aren't, you know, as well known, you know, that are newer to the business or whatever, and, you know, put them on my show and hopefully, you know, help them out, get them more followers, more supporters, you know, um, I've been sponsoring different wrestling promotions and, you know, that can, you know, I can put in a good word for them. Um, you know, I have a really good friend that wrestles for MCW. I try to help her out and get her bookings and get her on other podcasts as well. Like that's like one of my big goals is to really like start focusing on that. Cause I, I totally understand like just the conversation I've had, like, you know, it is very tough. It's not as easy as what people think, you know, it's the physical toll you take on your body, all the traveling too. Like I just drove eight hours to Tennessee last weekend and that, that drive killed me. I was so, my muscles were all stiff and sore. I just imagine that you all do that all the time. It's not like, you know, you're taking bookings at a promotion 10 minutes from your house. Some of y'all are driving like across the, you know, um, across the United States, traveling to other countries. Like it's just crazy what you all do for, you know, you know, this passion. And I think that's amazing that you all put that time in, you know, work and dedication because nothing's guaranteed in wrestling. You could be great. And, you know, like you said, if you're, if you're just not well known, it's going to be hard. But, you know, you only live one. So it's like, what do you want to do? You just want to work the rest of your life and not try to at least, try to go for something that you think you could be like amazing you know what I mean you got to really put your whole like you just really got to put your whole trust in it I guess like when I first started like I had my dude at the time before Bugatti and uh, we had our place we had our jobs we had everything and it was either he it was it ended bad he told me to either choose him or wrestling and chose wrestling left my apartment left him left everything and went homeless the first time or the other time, you know? Uh, and like, yeah, so it, you got to make your choices. And I, I made a really good choice. Um, I always thought this was just going to be a dream, uh, something that was just always going to be something I'm dreaming out in my head the rest of my life. Like, but unless you actually put your feet in the cold deep end pool, you know, you're not going to know if you could swim and make it to the end. Yeah, I mean, you only fail if you don't try at the end of the day. Like, it, just wrestling, if you want to make something of yourself in wrestling, you have to go all in. There is no, oh, well, I'll do this and that. Like, you have to really fully dedicate your life to it. And that's just how it works. You know, wrestling isn't like football or anything like that where you can do it in college and, you know, and you have, you know, all these people kind of like helping you out. No, wrestling is like you're an independent contractor. Like, you, kind of you work for yourself basically and it, it's really tough and it just like seeing how well you're doing definitely makes me happy because it really shows like hard work pays off and if you really believe in it you can do it oh, I think I'm <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, 
<laughs> so, I mean, you're doing something, right? Thanks. I'm trying. You just got to keep pushing, you know? Life's yeah. only temporary, so just live life to the fullest and do what you want to do that's going to make you happy. Exactly. You know? I'm not I'm not rich right now, but I'm I'm really freaking happy with what I'm doing, you know? Yeah, I mean, not everything's going to be a ball in the park because of financial issues, but as long as I'm wrestling, I'm able to do what I want to do, I'm happy. Yeah, I mean, it's you're at the point right now, like I said, you got two belts, you're doing something right. I mean, just keep, you know, keep getting this momentum and it's just keep building up and building up and you're going to, you know, eventually people are going to be lining up long lines at your merch table buying the shirts, 8 by 10s and then once you know you got AEW contacting you to be on, you know, AEW Dark and all this kind of stuff, like, you know, you're going to get there if you keep doing what you're doing. It's not louder. AEW. <laughs> but um, speaking of, like, you know, other promotions and all, you did mention Impact, and I did see you had a match versus Madison Rain. So tell me about how you got that opportunity and that, <laughs> that experience. Oh, sorry, COVID. I'm just kidding. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but um, uh, with uh, Madison, actually, it was pretty fun. Um, I was very nervous. So funny story. I did extra work the day before for them for uh, – Havoc and Sea Young's match. So I did that and I did a quick spot, but um, I thought that was that it, that was it, blah, blah, blah. You know, I did what I could do, help recruit the whole thing. And, uh, you know, I didn't think they were going to need me the next day because I needed to work. And I was working this, uh, this, um, what is it, uh, a grappling event. And um, I was uh, one of the timekeepers. But uh, for Dave Mazzani, one of the UFC fighters, and um, he, uh, they, <laughs> I got contacted by my promoter and then two other people from my wrestling sh- uh, promotion, and they're like, "Where are you at?" I'm like, "What do you mean I'm working?" They're like, "You know, you're booked tonight." And I was like, "Booked for what?" And they're like, like "Booked for Impact." And I was like, "The heck!" And like, I had to tell uh, Dave, I had to tell uh, Bugatti because Nick was there too. He was working on the side too. And I'm like, oh, crap. I'm like, hey, guys, like, I know we're in the middle of this, <laughs> of this and everything, but uh, I was wondering, can somebody take over? Like, luckily, like, I don't know why I somehow something told me to take my bag of, with my gear and everything, and I had it with me. So I didn't have my car, though. Where, where was my car? Yeah, I didn't have my car at the time. So um, uh, I got an Uber that, uh, one of the other people called me an Uber. They got me down there. I'm all like not really ready. So my wig wasn't even sewed in for this match. So I'm sewing my wig in like the whole time in the Uber to get over there. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is crazy. I'm really doing this right now. And met up with her and Gail Kim. And Gail is one of like, she is somebody I really love as a female wrestler as well. Uh, definitely very talented. Love her to death. It was great to like actually have her age in it. And um, I was really nervous. And um, I had to work as a good guy for once. I hate being a good guy. But anyways, um, it was actually pretty fun. I didn't think I'd be able to do the match. Like, I just, I just was all in my head. And me and Madison actually had a nice match. It was really fun. I didn't want to hurt her. You know, obviously, you're thinking too much that you don't want to hurt somebody like Madison Rain. And... Uh, Actually, it was a great, nice TV match. Uh, they said it was a good job. I could have laid in and hit her harder, I guess. But I guess, you know, I just wanted to protect her, be nice, be a little nice. But it was really fun. It was uh, such an honor. 
would love to wrestle uh, for Impact again. There's so many girls I would like to work on there. Yeah, like Impact's um their knockout roster is low key like one of the best. Like pretty lit right now. It, yeah, Kira, Tasha. Um, there's only one yeah, thing that would be better if uh, you know they had a female with attitude up in that roster. Exactly, uh, that would definitely be dope to see you there. Or like I mentioned, AEW, either one that would be really you know pretty cool definitely. seeing you there again. I mean, they know who you are. Obviously, you've been you work for them once, so yeah. Many good girls on that roster, you know. They do. They have a lot of women on that roster too, which is it's pretty cool, but. You know, they had they had what the amount they have now. Why not add one more? I'm gonna have to slither my way in there. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so now uh, I want to switch it off to like a non wrestling um, related question. So, what about yourself um, that's non wrestling related? Would you want your fans to know? Like, are you like a big gamer, Star Wars nerd, something like that? Like, what would you want people to know? <laughs> Ugh. What do I want them to really know? <laughs> I'm a big Kingdom Hearts nerd. So I'll have to be honest, I never played a Kingdom Hearts game in my life, and I am a big gamer too. Wow. See, <laughs> I love Kingdom Hearts. It's a little bit of mixture of uh, Final Fantasy and um, uh, a little bit of Disney. And um, I've, I've pretty much, I, I've been a nerd for, uh, since the beginning years, since I was, uh, damn, how old was I? I was pretty young when the first one came out. Yeah, I think the first one came out for the PS2. Yeah. Somewhere around there. Cause I remember my friend had it and I was watching him play it and it, it piqued my interest, but for some reason I just never got it. And I, I think they had the remastered version come out like a year ago, maybe, or something like that. I have like the whole collection on PS3, except for the new one that's on PS4 now, which I'm trying to finish the last two that I never finished yet, just so I could uh, hurry up and do that. Cause I'm already hearing they're making another game and I'm just like, dude, you guys need to chill out. Like, let me just like finish. Exactly. Like, be like um, Grand Theft Auto, have a new one come out like every 10 years. It's crazy. Their last one came out in 2013. They still haven't came out the new one. It's like, when are they going to do this? Like, Because they used to come out with a new one like every two years or something for the PS2 because they had the um, GTA 3, Vice City, San Andreas, and then PS4 had one. Well, actually, it had two. It had four and then five and then nothing ever since then. So I'm excited for that. I'm excited. <laughs> The technology nowadays are pretty insane. So, you know, it, just like how it takes a long time for like a movie like Avatar or something like that to produce and make, I believe that's probably what's taking them so long as well, especially yeah. with new graphics and everything and everything's so advanced that it takes longer to like make everything nowadays. Yeah, that, and I, I think... <laughs> It's usually such like a big game, and I know GTA Five was huge, and I feel like they feel like they have to make it bigger and bigger every time. So God knows how much you know maybe this one's gonna be, because you could literally drive from one side of the map into the other one. I think it'll take like ten minutes or something like that. Like that's just crazy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm a GTA fan too. <laughs> yeah, me too. I, I love it. Um, I remember oh, like oh, that, that is something you don't know about Shayna. <laughs> That you're a GTA fan? 
No, that I actually did do GTA back in the day, <laughs> back in my gangster days. Sorry if I stole your car back in the day. <laughs> For a second, I thought you were kind of like saying that you like were involved in like the game or something like that. You know how they had like the girls in the oh, posters yeah, that come yeah. with the game or something like, hold up, what are you no, trying I, to say? I was involved in real life. <laughs> oh, and I don't know if you want to share that or not. <laughs> <laughs> They've been looking for you for like the last 15 years. Uh, I know they found me. They found you. <laughs> uh, so now my last question I have for you. So with um, the end of the year, you know, we're entering 2021. So I'm sure you have lots of different goals. So uh, what kind of goals do you have for 2021? Uh, to get signed. <laughs> That's a pretty good one, yeah. That's what we were just talking about, too. Impact or AEW, yeah, that's definitely like the goal is, you know, to get signed with, you know, one of the bigger promotions. Do you have, I know we talked about Impact and AEW. Do you have any interest in WWE? Yeah, definitely. Like, anybody that says they didn't want to go to WWE in the beginning, um, it's, that anybody that had watched WWE first and wanted to be a wrestler, they can't say they did. They don't want to go to WWE because mm-hmm. that was how they, you know, wanted to be a wrestler. Now there's those that actually did start watching wrestling and in indie, like watching re- indie wrestling or something else. So I could see that they, you know, don't care to really do WWE. But I don't know. Mo- I would have to say, like, yeah, like at least get your feet wet and try it out. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, if it doesn't work out, you still get that rub and everyone's going to want to book you after that. So it still like helps you out. The, the only thing with WWE, it seems like it's such a, it's that schedule though. I just, I, I couldn't personally handle that schedule. And, uh, but I mean, you're wrestling like with 200 a year. I'm not going to lie. I've been backstage a couple of times. Um, yeah. You get nervous. <laughs> yeah. So what would be your number one dream match for each um, for AEW, Impact, and WWE? Mm. One person from each roster that you would love to wrestle the most. Hmm. Well, at Impact, I said Tylee Ray, but um, now that she is gone, um, I don't even have to say Rosemary or Kira, Kira Hogan. Uh, I'm a big Hogan fan. Me too. She's the reason why I got back into it, honestly. And now, now that when I saw Tasha sign too, I'm like, I definitely got to watch this every week because they, they both together are just amazing. Big fan. We'd love to have a tag team match against them uh, versus me and my tag partner, Estrella. It would be great. That would be pretty good. Um, yeah, I, it's funny. When I first reached out to her, I had no idea that you two were not just friends, but roommates. And I'm like, wow. Like, and, and it's such a big coincidence, too, because I, as of this recording right now, I dropped her episode today. I recorded yeah. it with, I, I record it with your um, friend Jocelyn yesterday. So it's just uh-huh. like you all three. And it, it's when I scheduled all of these recordings and all, like, I had no idea you all three knew each other until I saw that picture on Instagram with you all together. Jocelyn was actually just staying here for, uh, she's the one I got out here for the women's show. And um, yeah, she, it was pretty dope to have her stay the night and stuff. Okay. That, that's pretty cool. Yeah. She's, she was really funny. Uh, I don't know if she told you or not, but we had a long conversation about pizza during the recording. That's so funny. Yeah. Uh, Both love pizza. Uh, 
Ah, oh my gosh. Okay, shoot. Okay. All good. Ooh, yeah, I thought I hung up. No. Okay, good. Okay. So now you told me about your dream match and uh, impact. What about AEW and WWE? Hmm. Oh, well, for uh, WWE, definitely Bianca, Bla uh, Bianca Belair. And, um, yeah, because that, that chick's got attitude. <laughs> I definitely feel her vibe. Uh, love how creative she is. Love that she does her own hair, her own makeup. Like, she's definitely an independent woman. I definitely dig it. And she's so athletic. Love her moves, her style, just everything. Definitely would mix my attitude with hers. <laughs> yeah, they need to put the belt on her ASAP. Like, she's, like, literally the total package. I don't know what they're waiting for. Yeah, she's, she's amazing. Um, For AW, that's a hard, just, that's a hard one right there, to be honest. Um, hmm. Yeah, because I, for the other ones, I've always thought about who I would want to wrestle. But for AEW, I never really actually thought of that. Huh. Because they're they're still new, and they've been bringing in a lot of women lately. So it's exactly. like something. So, so I mean, that, that's, they got Big Swole you could choose. Um, you know, it, it's funny that you said that. Um, she's actually probably would be. The, <laughs> she She's actually been one that I've actually wanted to wrestle for so long. And... Um, that, that's funny that you mentioned that because I forgot she actually, yeah, I forgot to mention her. Yeah, she would be the one. <laughs> yeah, they don't showcase her enough there. I wish they could, no. you know, put her out there more because she had a really good few with Britt Baker. And, yeah, I know, dig it. They, they have her on Dark a lot, but I mean, I want to see her on Dynamite, you know. Yeah, she's another athletic, great uh, independent female too, and um, I definitely dig her as well, so... You know, just let me know, Big Swole. You know, we can swole things up together. Mm -hmm. I know she does some stuff on the indies, I guess, every now and then still, because I know AEW does give the wrestlers some freedom to do indie stuff. I just don't know how much. I think the last thing she did was with Mission Pro back in, what was that, August, maybe? Mm -hmm. I, think, I think it was August. Yeah, I don't think she's done anything on the indies since then, from my knowledge. Maybe she has. I could be wrong. But, um... Yeah, like, you know, there are still the opportunities to wrestle some of those wrestlers because they are still doing it. I, I think I heard Impact's getting a little bit more strict with letting their talent do indie stuff. I don't know if that's just like a COVID thing or if that's actually like a long-term thing or not. But it, it is cool, you know, knowing that they could and or can do that kind of stuff. It gives, you know, it gives at least us fans who really can't go to Impact. I think Impact is strictly in so they don't really yeah. travel, so. Trying to make my way out there, so we'll see. Yes. But, yeah, Maserati, that is all the questions I have for you. This was a really fun interview, and I have to thank you so much for joining us today on O-Face Wrestling. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I have to screenshot this because my hair looks beautiful in this lighting. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Sweet. Thank y'all. <laughs> Sorry, you know, you just got to get the nice angles. No, I think that, that adds to the episode. Like, you literally just did a screenshot. I'm probably going to see it on social media later. <laughs> yes. 
So is there anything you want to share with the listeners? You want to throw out your social media, any merch you got for sale or merch coming out soon that you want everyone to know about? Working on merch, but if anybody does have anybody who has cool, like, creative designings, like, please let me know because I'm definitely open to any good recommendations right now. Struggling really hard on what to put on a shirt or on a beanie or on a mask right now. So, you know, help a sister out. All and then right. also, uh, please support the indie wrestlers like me <laughs> and a lot of us that are here trying to, you know, live our dreams. And, um, you know, especially ones that are trying to get out there and get their names, you know, watch them, like learn about them. You know, you never know. That could be your favorite wrestler in a few years. You never know. Exactly. And like, I've had because when I first got on like, you know, wrestling Twitter and stuff like that, I met a lot of WWE fans. And then I started my podcast. And a lot of these friends that I made that were really strictly just watching WWE, they became really big fans of some of the wrestlers that I, you know, had on the show, like my one friend, she's buying, she just bought a holiday shirt. She did not know about her until my show. So it's like, you know, this is, you know, helping, you know, giving you all exposure. And just like I said, you know, people give you all a chance. You'd be surprised. Like when I went to my first indie event back um, late in 2019, I just became addicted. Like, you know, it's just as good as WWE, you know, it's just less people in the crowd and people just need to give it a chance, you know, but um, yeah, um, Thank you all for tuning in to this episode of O-Face Wrestling. I'll make sure you sub us on YouTube. Give us a follow on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. And uh, you all have a great night. Bye. Thank you.